This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Well, we've had another week of sun, amazingly. It's meant that the ground has dried out a lot. Uh, The grass is growing. There's some lovely green, definite green, and lots of little bits and pieces starting to show their signs of spring arriving, which is really great. The lack of visitors means that the alpacas tend to follow us a bit more, which is quite interesting. My wife walks the dog each morning, and uh, sometimes they'll spot her going along the green path, and they'll they'll head off after her and follow her down, uh, the dog. So the green path is green, as you'd expect, and it goes down the end of the valley, and down there we've got some woodland areas and some other grassed areas that are not always grazed because they're not always down there, but they, they go down there. So they get some good grass at the moment, which is good because they're getting things which would otherwise be well, it would be dry food that we'd have to be feeding them. So it's good to be able to give them natural food. We've got the, the grass and obviously they get the hay. But because it's been drier, they've been staying out of the stable a bit more. So I put the hay out and they haven't really eaten it a little bit, but not much. And the good side to all of that is that there's not as much mucking out to be done because they're spending more time out and about. So I think this is just because it hasn't been raining uh, we've had some miserable months earlier in the year when it was so wet, but the ground is much firmer and they like to be out really. Uh, yesterday was a bit windy and coming down from the north, it's gradually warming, gradually easing up, but they, they tend to be sat outside and they turn their back ends towards the uh, towards the wind direction and sit down and cushion, chew the cud. So they were happy alpacas, they're all fluffy at the moment. And that's nice to see because the fleece is getting quite full. We're looking towards thinking about shearing and we'll have to get uh, organised for that. So that's going to be some things to get in place and the combs and cutters to be sharpened. I contacted our regular people that we do that was horn and shearing uh, just to check that they were still working and they are. And they're happy to do the uh, sharpening for the combs and cutters but I think probably getting it to them sooner rather than later. So uh, hopefully I'll get it in the post before you hear my podcast, just in case you all decide to send to them as well. I'll put a link in the show notes. Great suppliers of equipment, combs and cutters and machines, and also they they do a very good job of sharpening. Uh, Obviously that's in the UK. So we will be preparing for that, and hopefully we'll have some nice dry weather. We've had some really good warm sunny weather, but it's not been warm enough and it's not been consistent enough. We've got the, the ongoing thing of the, the nighttime temperatures and how we cope with that. So we will find a way of managing uh, the preparations. I've noticed, though, after tea, the girls, I give them their tea. Some of that they weren't too keen on yesterday, and perhaps I'm giving them too much. Uh, I didn't think so, but I shall check that today and just see how hungry they really are. They've been eating all this grass. But they come out of the stable and then there's a little area of field which has got quite a lot of bare earth because it turned into mud. And they have been actually, <laughs> they've been rolling. Uh, so I'll come down, I'll feed them, go up and feed the boys. 
come back down the hill and I can see these clouds of dust and I can see there's, there's three, four of them all having a go, rolling all at the same time with others queuing up. So it looks to be a, a, a new um, dust bath spot that they're developing. And uh, of course, that's a sign that they're getting a little bit uncomfortable in the warmth of the weather. But uh, it's just, I keep telling them, it's too early, too early, girls. You'll have to wait. So it's getting that right balance between uh, the weather being warm enough during the day and the night so that we don't take the fleece off and leave them exposed to uh, poor weather and getting very cold. It's interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen an alpaca shiver. And it's uh, all down the spine. Once, once you've taken off the fleece, you can see much more clearly. And occasionally we'll do that and it's good weather and then you just get a cold day and you can see them shivering. What happens is all the muscles down the, the back around uh, along the spine, they they kind of tremor, they tr- twitch, tiny little ripples of, of muscle movement. Um, and that's the equivalent to them shivering. Um, they don't look too happy either. They've got a little hunched look about them. So there's ways you can, you can read your alpaca um, in terms of how it looks, how it's... Um, so you know what I mean? It's being able to recognise that they, they're comfortable or they're not so comfortable. I wasn't trying to anthropomorphise that they feel and think the way that we do, but they, they do have times when they're much more happy and much more stressed. And you can read that as you watch the body language. Just spend some time around them and uh, you start to pick up on those things. So it's useful to know so you've got a judgment of whether this is just because of the weather, because they're cold, or whether because actually they're in pain. And you see sometimes some of them will, will have a hunched look about them. And it could be an abdominal type pain, so some type of digestive thing going on. Or it could be something else, um, maybe an abscess in the mouth or sometimes a leg that's injured. They just have a little hunched look about them. They just, mm, it's that funny thing where it's, it's you look at them and you go, mm, there's something not right. Don't know what it is, but there's something not right. So always take note of those things. Don't necessarily have to act over enthusiastically, but you do need to take notice of those things and file it away and check the next time you see them whether there's been a change, whether things have improved, whether things have got worse. So we do need to be watching our animals. The other thing that I noticed the other day, they were out on the bank, which is lovely. We've got a pair of kites, red-tailed kites, um, and they're beautiful to watch. And they've been, oh, they've been surfing. Okay, they don't surf in the water, but they surf in the wind. When the wind blows really strongly and you've got all these gusts, they, they ride the waves of the of the air. And uh, it is really quite amazing. And there was, there was one the other day, it was such, such strong gusts. It was it was like a tail, not quite a tail spin, t- t- tail turn. He, he was, it's the big male, like, he's so beautiful, beautiful colourings. And he was riding the wind and then he would turn and reduce the, the drive, as it were, because it was pushing him. Um, and then turning, and actually turned completely round, like a skid. <laughs> he turned all the way around in the in the wind, and then straightened up again and caught the wind and moved on. And but amazing to watch them. Anyway, they were over the bank the other day uh, where the alpacas were. Now alpacas are too big, and they can't do anything. I know, but I see these these amazing creatures, the uh, the red-tailed kites, hovering and kind of sweeping and, and circling round my alpacas. I don't like the look of it. Um, they're just checking things out. They're just looking. Uh, but yeah, it's something that always makes me go, hmm. But uh, even the career are, are way too big for them to think about. But uh, it's they, they're very attentive. They do have very good eyesight. So 
and the alpacas, they 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 clock all those things. They don't necessarily react, but they do clock them. We've got a pair of, um, or we've got two pairs, I think I mentioned before, the, the Canada geese. And oh, over and again this week, day after day, they've been getting up there on the bank, one pair of them getting up out of the water, and they're in the middle of, right in the middle. I, every time I see it, it amazes me. They're right in the middle of the alpacas. They, they're completely relaxed about that and uh, very happy, and they, they, they just eat the grass along with the alpacas. So I don't think they're confused. I think they just feel a bit more secure being around the the girls like that. So it's it's always nice to see anyway. And it's good the animals are getting a bit of stimulation. They always watch them very carefully. Um, tell you the, the other thing that they the alpacas really <laughs> makes them get very focused and and uh, stuff is the the wagtails because they they wag their tails. So we got some grey wagtails. Hey, I don't know why we suddenly had some pied wagtails, the black and white ones. I've not seen any around in the valley much before. And then just this last week or two, we've had quite a few. I don't know quite what that's indicating, but there we are. But normally we have grey wagtails, which are mainly grey, but with a bit of yellow on the front, uh, on the on the breast there. And it was, um, they, they kind of dart and then they, they move looping flight and then they land and then they wag their tails and the alpacas <laughs> catches their eye so they go looking for them but they go and then the birds move away and so the alpacas move a bit closer it's particularly the career when the career and the babies arrive they they get fascinated by them most of the older ones say oh yeah we've seen those before they're no fun we will just ignore them but you know some of them can't resist they have to go and move a little bit closer and then their birds fly off so they move a bit closer again um i think they're just enjoying activity and things happening around them so we've got the, the goosanders are still around, the geese, and we've got some ducks that are chasing each other around the, the lake and flying up and down the, the lake. So no doubt we'll uh, we'll have some ducklings later in the year. And uh, we've still got magpies and things. I think it's going to be a magpie year again. I've seen, I haven't seen many jays this year, but lots of magpies. So we have to keep an eye on those and keep them moving out of the way. So of course, we lose uh, nests in the stables when the the swallows start coming in and start nesting. Um, they usually lose a few to to the magpies, so we just try and keep things moving, keep the magpies out of the way. So there's there's plenty of things happening. Spring is is developing and coming on. It's never. It's funny. I always I always feel that spring has arrived um, when we're in summer. I kind of. I, I, so we've had spring now, have we? And it's a challenge to to know this line has now been crossed, and that is now spring. But there's a few indicators, so we'll just watch for that developing. I think it's uh, the grass is a, is a key factor I watch in terms of spring, and that seems to be going quite well at the moment. Later, we'll be doing the shearing. Later, just after that, then we should have the, the young being born. And we're not completely sure, but we shall see. expect around about 12. So we shall see how they come, and we'll keep the photographs flowing and keep you informed as to progress there. So it's just a quick little update on the farm here in South Wales. And I wish you well. And it's, uh, yeah, another day, another week, another day, another week. Keep walking, keep doing the right thing. Stay safe and stay well. Hope to see you all again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington.
Have a good day.